Hello, my name is Jonathan, and I'm with... Jonathan? <laughs> I messed up. My name is Isaiah, and I'm with... Jonathan? And we are your good old Southern folks, and we've been hearing about this podcast stuff and whatever, so we decided we're going to hop on and talk to y'all about the agriculture industry. Ah, uh, Fishing, we, we talk about everything. Fishing, fishing working on murders. hunting. To talking about the NRA, to talking about what size hooks we use. Or how to fix a vehicle. Yeah. And if it's a Prius, don't buy it, by the way. Today, I'm going to go ahead and start off with saying fishing sucks in North Carolina, okay? We love fishing, by the way. I f- Jonathan actually gets mad at me because every time we hang out, all I want to do is fish. Yo, Jonathan, let's go fish. Yo, Jonathan, let's go fish. Damn, Isaiah. How do you got money well, to guess keep? what starts tomorrow? Rival season. Rival season. Rival season. Yo, so stoked. We are actually going hunting in the morning about 2 early o'clock. And we're up way past our bedtimes right now at 12 o'clock current time. Gotta get my dentures out. Yeah. Uh, gotta put my, put my fix it in. I'm not that old. Bones. We're young farmers. We're and, young bucks. Yeah, young studs out here just trying to make a simple living on life. And let me tell you youngins, or you younger people that happen to be wasting your life listening to my podcast, farm, fish, hunt, do whatever you need to do. Do not be in a house. Do not do whatever. I had the option to stay in a house play on video games, and I'll be damned if I'm not more happy that I didn't. You will learn more stuff in two days of working in the agriculture field than you will learn probably anything else. Get off the couch. Get your kids outside. If there's any older people listening to this that wants their kids to be happy because they're stuck in a room, get them outside. We also got stories about what's happened to us with agriculture. Get them outside, but keep an eye on them because we're going to tell you why you should keep an eye on your on your younger ones because we were really recently young and we have done a lot of recently stupid shit in our lifetimes that we probably shouldn't have done. Or someone should have been doing what they were supposed to when they were he- supposed to be helping. Or somebody sh- should have told me the truth and not lied. Yeah, like when you walk up and something's broken, you got to use the equipment. Or whenever you ask if there's a cop behind you and you're doing something illegal. No. Really? You can shut up that, about that. that. A That's our first story right there. No, so we're boom. not talking about that. That's not agriculture. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot this is agriculture. That ain't nothing about fishing, hunting, riding fours, dirt bikes. Well, okay. Bonfires, nothing like that. Let's talk about parents are scared to buy their kids four-wheelers and dirt bikes. Because of people like us, we set a bad example for that. Riding down the road. Riding willies, no helmet, at night. Getting chased. Back. Getting chased. Law enforcement. Listen, parents, it, it's going to happen. If you protect your kids from... Getting wild and having fun, they're they're not gonna. I wouldn't say turn out right, cause they're not gonna be to their best extent. I guess. One day, me and Jonathan, it was 
We was we was working. Well, in the morning we got up, help. We did a, a pasture, help make it look nice. We rushed. It was a long, hard day of work. We decided we were gonna go load up the four wheelers or whatever and go for a little ride with our friends. I live in North Carolina where everybody has a four wheeler, so the the not law, common, yeah, uncommon. yeah, the law will see you on a dirt bike and they'll just flash you, telling you to stay off the road, and they keep on going, which is lovely. Then you got the cops that just want to be rude. Yeah, then you have the cops that will give you a ticket just to go to court to say you was riding on the road. Now, whenever you happen to ride your dirt bike on the road. Don't run from the cops. Now, I have to legally tell you that because of this podcast, but I'm telling you now, don't run from the cops. Don't run in the first place. It's just going to make things worse for you. You can't outrun something that has a radar. Okay, well, I can... Or di- chips in them. Yeah. Them chips are putting out more power to that motor like, than anything. You realize that a car, their chargers can go up to like 150 miles an hour. Your dirt bike can only go like 60 miles an hour. Now, don't get me wrong. You can go in the woods, but where I live, everybody hunts. Every cop hunts. Cops around here. They know you. They, they know you, and they will find you. So in any state, any situation, just stop. I promise you the most you will get is a citation. And or you, a warning. And you will get your bike handed to you, like not took it. Most of the time you get a warning. Here to talk to him. I got to take my coat off. Like literally most of the time you'll get a warning. But. If you're being disrespectful, you're uh, acting like a show-off and everything else, it's going to come down to the point where it's going to get a lot worse. And you don't want that. Really, you sit there and be respectful. You sit there and tell them, hey, uh, I mean, if you was honestly just on the road for like 2.5 seconds, as long as you tell them that and you tell them what you're doing, what if you was actually trying to get somewhere, heck, we live in an area where... You can literally go up to a certain distance if you live on a farm, on an ATV or something, on the main road. That is legal in the state of North Carolina where we live. For agriculture Agriculture purposes only, though. (laughs) That's our excuse, though. I mean, yes, we got a farm we work on, but... We kind of don't use it just for agriculture purposes because, one, we don't have animals on it. Yes, we do bill hay and stuff like that on it. But we're young, and we want to have fun. We still like to have fun. But, you know, once you get in the fifth gear with the wind in your beard. You just got to pop a willy. Have a dip in. You you just got to pop a willy. But don't. But... Then you end up having to cross a bridge and a cop's right behind you and you didn't realize it. If a cop stops you, the main point of this little story is it's trust us when we tell you trust us. It's 100% going to turn out 100% better if you are honest. Even if you know you're going to jail. The judge, the judge takes how you acted. The judge takes how respectful you was. All that into consideration you was doing 60 in a 
35 on an unregistered vehicle, most you'll get is probably court costs, which is like $200. If you're disrespectful, you're cussing at them, you didn't stop, you're going to jail instantly because you ran from a cop. I wasn't running. I didn't see him behind me. Bullshit. Yes, you did. You heard him, and you definitely seen him. Um, I don't know. Just for the younger generation that grows up in the country and stuff, I want you to understand that having a fun time can be ruined if you get caught up in the fun time. Mm-hmm. Especially whenever you're on something with an engine and two or four wheels. Or three. Yeah. Which luckily the, they don't make a three-wheeler. My, Those are illegal. My younger generation would never know or never experience that. Maybe, but. You kind of look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, my God. By the way. If you want to get into the agriculture, you want to get. And the reason I say agriculture because this podcast and our future podcasts will be more on farming, wild stories. It would be on just letting you know how we live our life. Frustration. Yeah, because, you know, counselors are pointless this day, so let's use a podcast app to tell everybody our problems. That's that's the best thing to do. <clears throat> Whenever you want to, I guess you could say, start an algae culture, you, you're going to want to, jeez, oh, hell, you're going to want to have to, I'm getting distracted here. You're going to want to have to have a kind of a stepping stone. You can start from absolutely nothing, but you won't make the money back in for like 10 years. Oh, yeah. If you want to get into agriculture or you have a tractor, but you're too scared to really commit, commit to it, get you a couple cows. Start with just a small little herd. Manage that little herd. Right now, the moment... Uh, starting a, like if you're doing it for selling purposes and stuff like that right now is not the best time to get into it if you're looking to make a living off of it right now the prices are very low and what he means by the head is by, by each cow yeah or each chicken or each whatever exactly now i can tell you we used to own i like, think I it was six chicken houses about, you can go buy a cow for about five, six hundred dollars a head. Yeah, now they're like almost two and three hundred thousand dollars, dude. No, they're cheap as hell now. But no, well, d- depending on how and what organization you are in. North Carolina, the price of a head of a cow. Heck, you can go buy a goat for just a couple bucks now. No. Yeah. We sell our goats for like hundreds of dollars. Well, that's not going through an auction. At the sale barn. I don't know where somewhere you're going to. <laughs> one in right now. I can't say our town, but the one near my house. Yeah, uh, Holly died because just recently you switched over. Yeah, well, she was selling her ghost like years ago. Well, let's get back on the topic, okay? We're on the topic. Listen. Fitties. Right goats. Fitties. Goats would be a good start. They're easy to maintain. They eat everything. And you can experiment. You can get guardian dogs, which I have. I have a great Pyrenees and Anatolian Shepherd, which are the best dogs for any situation. 
Jonathan has just been around him for a couple months now. Yeah, it's been about a year. Yeah, about a year. Uh, what's your experience on guardian dogs? Are they worth having? Like, Blue Healy's, they're good. They're great herding animals. I used to work on a slaughter farm back when I was in a... Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Was, Tell me. I worked on a slaughter farm for about two years. Um, we we did a lot of slaughtering there at the farm. We took them to slaughter houses all around. We uh, There was days I was going up to Tennessee to get two trailer loads of cattle from the auction we did. And, you know, you work. Working on a slaughter farm and working on a like a crop farm, it's way different. Way different. Because I've kind of worked on a little bit of both, you know. And like now, tree farms, I've worked on tree farms, like actual multi-million dollar tree farm businesses I used to work for. Well, cows, they're... Really, when it comes down to the sale of the animal, it just comes into the condition the animal's in. 100%. I've been to a little town near my town, and you go up there, the goats, they look healthy and everything. Well, you buy some goats from up there, and a couple of days they die from causes because they put water in their stomachs. To make them look big. And I'm going to tell you another story and on first chicken of all, houses. That, kind of, that pisses me off. One, because I love animals. Yes, we do have to kill them to eat them because that's just the way life is. Yeah. And. But if you naturally. But make doing them that to just get more money out of an animal. That is wrong. Because one, that's animal cruelty. And two, you just. Excuse my language. Sorry, sack of shit. I respect your opinion, but I have to say I disagree because of the fact we put sugar water and or s- s- salt but water. But you don't sit there and shove a water hose down their throat to fill up their stomachs. Well, no. Exactly. That's the point. That's we what I'm saying. Chickens, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to... Whenever you start getting greedy with your livestock, that's whenever you lose everything. And, like... With the chicken houses, you could put, now, I don't know if I'm legally allowed to, to say this or not, but you could put water or sugar or something in their water and make them drink more, make them get bigger. We would make a huge, noticeably different profit. But you're not the, you wasn't the owner, so you can't really say nothing. Yeah. But you don't work there no more. No, I don't work there. I'm glad I don't. Who? <laughs> um... There's always tricks and tips up your sleeve, and for you starters, I hope you don't learn tips and tricks, because that can get you sued by hundreds of people. It can get you in prison for the rest of your life, and it can just ruin your life. Don't look for shortcuts, especially when it comes to stuff like that. Agriculture, farming, livestock, whatever you want to do, don't look for shortcuts. They shut down by now, haven't they? What? Those chicken houses. No. They're still up and going. Oh, our old ones, yeah, yeah, those were, those got shut down. We uh sold it to a Chinese guy, and they 
he he fucked it up. Um, we was up there one night. Here's a cool little story. Each house has their own um alarm on it, and when the alarm goes off for anything from temperature change to anything, it sends a alarm to your phone that won't stop until you click it, and then you drive up there, and then you turn it, check it. Whenever we sold the chicken houses, we still have land around them, so we were still around it, and we heard the alarm go off. Whenever you got a chicken house with 500,000 chickens in it, well, if you're not there as fast as you can, well, you could lose 500,000, 100,000 chickens, and that could cost you millions of dollars because the FDA or whatever you want to call it, they're going to ask you, why did you lose a whole house of chickens? You know, if you take out a loan to start a business and then you run it into the ground, I don't know where I'm going with this, but either way it goes, homeboy didn't care about the chicken houses like he should have, and he lost the chicken houses, and he lost a bitch of, uh, bitch. He lost a bunch of money, and he just ruined it for him. He now works on, I don't know, where he works now, but when it comes to chickens, chicken houses, blah, 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 nothing is free range. I'm a witness. Most of the chicken houses around here are kept in a small little pen, and they're crowded, and it just it, it's just miserable. Um, if I would eat chicken, I would say eat freeze range. If I'm eating beef, I want free range. Um, when you grow up working in that kind of industry and stuff, you really see what people do and how your meat is handled in the process. So you really look at it in a totally different way. Um, every time you pick up a pack of meat, now, now don't get me wrong, I'm not vegetarian. I'll never be vegetarian. I love meat. But we had the meat. whenever you think about that pack of meat, you pick up, think, should I support a company that hinders hundreds of livestock into a small space, literally barely enough space for the chicken or cow to even turn around in. And that's their lives. That's why we got out of the chicken farming business and stuff, which that's the that's the whole problem with agriculture these days. Everybody wants to make it easier but not lose money. So we can crowd a bunch of cows in this small pen, raise them. We don't have to spend diesel to round them up, energy or nothing like that. I can hire a bunch of, don't get me wrong, immigrants to come and take care of these poorly kept cows or chickens or whatever you're raising, and then you eat it. Because you got the meats. Yeah, because we have the meats, bro. But if I was you, I would definitely... Go to school for hours. Do your research. Yeah, definitely go to school. Do your research. Now, I ain't gonna lie. Agriculture has gotten into more into the uh, science. Science. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna say science way because one, say if you're just running like a crop farm, like a lot of people do. Crops is nothing but technology and stuff. Exactly. Like. Heck, you get in a combine, it's like you're in a freaking rocket ship. It literally, the combine drives it, drives itself. You can program the whole thing into it. 
you can literally it tells you everything. It tells you the moisture of the crop. It tells you everything. You can add nitrogen into the ground and stuff. You that's what the the cutter raises itself hundreds of inches every couple seconds to where you get the best cut on your corn or sugar cane. Usually combines are mainly used for taller cops, corn, sugar cane, even legal marijuana or CBD or um, what's the word everybody calls it? Cannabis. They use combines for cannabis. They use combines for crops. They use combines, cotton. Cotton's a crop, by the way. Yeah. Uh, corn, sugar cane, cotton. I don't think they use it for soybeans, do they? Yeah, they do. You got soybean here. Yeah, well, and it, I didn't even know that. That just goes to show you how much stuff is coming out today. There's people on YouTube. You can sit there and watch them on YouTube. They yeah. great their job. Yeah, that's a great... Um, YouTube, um, w- watching their lives on on the farming range is the the best way to get the main idea but of what you'll be get doing. Expensive quickly. Well, you gotta have money to make money in that industry. Almost, like I said from the start, you, you can start from scratch, but you're really gonna want to have money to start. Cause. You can buy a herd of cows that can be two, that can be a hundred, and you won't make a profit until the next round. Yeah, yeah and t- like cow. The thing is, poultry and beef and dairy, it's their own little category. It's kind of like pork and stuff. They all say you're doing pork and you're doing poultry. Yes, they are in a house. But, see, pigs, they don't sweat. You can't have it too hot in there. You can't have it too cold. Chickens, you got to keep that sucker cleaned out. Very Because the sensitive. ammonia in there. Yes. And they can't deal with the temperatures if it gets too hot or too cold. It's like, uh, it gets complicated. It, gets, it gives you a headache. Yeah, definitely. Um, There's no off time. You're... You're working literally 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 395,000 days a year. There's no stopping. If you wake up and you forgot to plant your soybeans and the and the frost done hit, well, you just lost multi-millions of dollars because you can't plant your 100,000 acre of soybean field because it's going to be wasting even more money. So... It's hard to, like I said, I'm still young and stuff, so it's hard to explain how I can get you into this agriculture. All, all I can say on that is just drive a tractor. Yeah, do it. It hooks you on. Learn how to drive a tractor. Learn how to work heavy machinery. Learn how to do all that stuff. Oh my god, that's weird. Learn how to do all that stuff. Don't listen to what other people tell you because then you're behind because you're listening to them. Make your own way. Whenever you listen to other people, they could be your best friends in this industry, but 
They're going to tell you wrong so they can make a better profit than you and then tell you, well, I don't know what happened, blah, blah. Yeah, they do. There's a lot of scientifically stuff that you need to go to school for. Oh, my God. Um, That's probably going to be it for tonight. Uh, I had a couple... I had a couple of people tell me, um, actually, private messaged me wanting me to, to talk about, you know, there's a little agriculture stuff. Um, we got plenty more stories. Yeah, we have a lot of stories. I, I'm still I getting stomped by bull. Oh, I got stomped by a bull. I've never been stomped by a bull. Let's I knock did, on wood. I did uh, school, not last year, but the year before. That's a story. That's, that's a story for next, next time. time yeah. As we get more comfortable with the podcast and we learn the ad and all of that good shit, we'll start longer, more experienced podcasts, tell you a lot more stories, learn my limits on what I can tell you. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely getting off here because next time we're talking about fishing. Um, Hope you have a good night. I hope you at least had a good, decent laugh or something. That's the stupid stuff they said. Yeah, but if at the end of the night, if you want to get into the farming or the agriculture. It's a wonderful thing, but it's a headache. You have to be committed. And once you get in, you can't get out. And plus, it's it's awesome. Like, don't take our advice. It's lovely. I think anybody should get into the agriculture business because it is kind of dying down and everybody is turning to take technology to take care of what we put into our bodies. So that's kind of stupid. But yeah, so that's it for tonight. It is currently too late a.m. And we're going to end this podcast off by saying I hope you have a good night and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.